Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce the risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life as an SLP, or maybe just as a helping professional, or as a human being. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today I'm going to be sharing three mindset swaps or shifts that you can make for the upcoming school year. So I know that not all of you work in schools as an SLP necessarily, but that many, many of us do. I do at this time of of recording this. And even if you're not working in a school necessarily, or if your school has already started um, or is like year round, or if you work in a different setting, these are still things that you can kind of put in as a way to refresh and a different approach to take, a different shift to make in your work. So when I started working in the schools way back when, I was terrified and confused and had no idea what I was doing. All of my previous jobs as an SLP and most of my grad school training and focus had been working with adults in the medical field. Like, yes, I had, as as we all had to have at that time, a clinical within the school district and, or within a school setting. And I had even worked in a school before and I had been an elementary ed or early childhood education major before I decided to switch to CSD as an undergrad. But actually working and taking on the job after spending a few years in the medical setting with adults was totally new to me and I felt completely unprepared. And honestly, it was not so much that I wanted to work in a school at that time, it's that it was the only full-time job available where I lived. So as you can imagine, my stress grew a lot. I tried to figure out ways to make the school year more enjoyable and more steady. And no matter what I did, I felt like I was either falling behind or not doing enough. I worked at a school with very lovely people and multiple SLPs. So it's not that I was the only one there or, um, you know, that, that I worked with just like terrible, terrible, you know, vibe or anything like that. I had administrators that supported me and we enjoyed working together. And the first year that I worked in the schools, even the school psych was also new to the building and like would show up at my office door so we could try and figure out needs and reports and all of those type of things together. But even so, I still felt a little bit alone and that I was not enough as an SLP. Now, no one was telling me this, but this is how I felt. And actually when I left, I was told that I was like one of the easiest, most laid back people to work with, but that's because I just felt so disconnected from it that I didn't really put in much fight or push or have that like intensity that some of the other SLPs had. The disconnect that I felt was not something that was talked about much. And I thought I was wrong for not being as intense and as enthusiastic and excited and I guess we could maybe say driven as the other SLPs. Basically, I was, I was not constantly frazzled and in an uproar about therapy materials 
about laminating things, about going to extra meetings, about putting in time before and after school, and about living and breathing the SLP life. And this is how a lot of the other people I was around were, and I just wasn't there. And so it felt as if I'm not doing that. I'm not, you know, the, the like Wonder Woman SLP that I'm not enough. My mindset and my perspective were focused on the lack, the negative, and the wrong things that I was doing. And with that, I only really saw those things. And my focus was on all, like my focus was on all that was not how I wanted to be. It kept me from making more connections from like within the work for really opening up and like actually getting to know people beyond just niceties and from really seeing my students as people, as little human beings and from really and truly being able to see the parts of my job and my work that were working and that were maybe more functional than the things that others were doing each day, like leaving on time, like having life outside of work and going and doing other hobbies that I enjoyed. I felt that all of those were very wrong to have. It took me a very long time and a lot of perspective shifts to finally feel comfortable with the way I approach my work and to feel that I did not have to do it all and be all things in order to do good work, to help students thrive and to be an SLP. And it was not easy to shift into a new mindset. And at times those former voices and outlooks come to pull me back in. There are moments that I think, oh, I can't do this because I want to do other things too. And I have to put this and make this all. And, and the big difference now is that when that happens, I might still panic for a moment, right? I might still have a moment of, of panic and anxiety or feeling of stress, but I can recognize it for what it is. And I can bring my awareness to it and I can use this to learn, maybe to know that, hey, these are some things that are going to be overwhelming for me or that, you know, these are some things that are, are going to come up and, and try and, and pull me back into stress. But I can learn from them rather than be pulled down by them. So if you're feeling this way in your work, that maybe you need to do more, you're constantly pushing to do more, to try more, to be more as an SLP, or that maybe you aren't enough with what you're doing, here are three mindset shifts for you to try and make for the upcoming school year. The first is that there is no need to strive for perfection. This is a big one. Being an SLP means that there's a tendency to lean towards perfectionism. I think of this as a chicken and the egg situation. Did this come from grad school or is it why we chose to get into this profession, right? Is this the way that we're trained to be or do we already have this so it's kind of appealing to get into our profession? Either way, it's still happening. <laughs> you want things to be done perfectly and to do them perfectly. You want to be perfect each day to show that you are good enough for this job and that this field is relevant, right? Like, hello, imposter syndrome. When it doesn't happen, because we're humans, working with humans, it can be frustrating and make you feel defeated and annoyed. And this can lead to a lot of stress when it happens over and over again. 
But instead of aiming for perfection, focus on these two things instead, what is working and what you can learn. When you look at what is working, it helps you to see the strengths that you have and gives you a direction to keep moving forward in. What works for you and what you are good at doing as an SLP may look different than another SLP or colleague. I do not like doing crafts. And if I'm somewhere where everyone is doing crafts, it can make me feel like, oh, well, and, and the, the, the people are enjoying them, right? The students are enjoying it. It can make me feel like, man, I really need to learn how to do crafts because this is, this is what, you know, this is what, what we're doing. But that's not what's working for me. What, what might be working for me is something totally different that doesn't have anything to do with crafting and that is okay because it's how I work and what's going to work best in the therapy sessions and when they show up they're going to get more out of that than if I was trying to do some sort of craft and having no idea what's happening with it. So this is good. It keeps things growing and gives opportunities to learn and for students to have different experiences and different ways for them to learn. And when you look at what you can learn from a situation, it takes the stigma and shame away from making a mistake or not fully knowing something. And it gives you a place to shift, to grow, and to make changes within it. So not being perfect is no longer a flaw, but a chance to learn more about a therapy material or a practice or a way of doing something. The second shift that you can make is to check in with yourself. No one is going to be showing up at 100% each day. And if you expect that you are, again, there's that perfectionism kicking in, but it's going to lead you to feel frustrated and that you are not enough because rarely are we at 100. There may be days when we're at like 90, 95, but there may also be days when you're at 20 or 25. And so if you expect to be 100% on those days, you're going to be disappointed in yourself because you didn't meet that, right? But there's no way that you would have. It is not a realistic goal. Some days will be easier, some will be harder. Your students will have days that are easy for them and days that are not. All of this is okay and very, very human. So instead of pushing to be 100% all of the time, meet yourself where you are and aim for the best of that. So maybe you check in with yourself in the morning when you wake up, or you could even do this right before you begin your work day. Like before you, you, you know, you arrive, you're getting settled in, take a moment to check in. See how you're doing and where you are at. If you're tired and overwhelmed and you're feeling more 30% than 100%, give yourself some grace. Shift to an easier session, right? Like an easier um, activity for your session. And allow your, or maybe you like allow yourself to not bring as much energy, to not have to like be over the top and on. And understand it is because you are tired that day or you're not feeling well, not because you're a horrible SLP. The third shift you can make is don't expect it to be good right away or on the first try. I'm not saying that it won't be right? Because maybe something will just work out on the first try or right away. But I, I'll share a little story with you. I was terrible at anything athletic or like body related growing up. Not a lot of body awareness, not very coordinated, and just not in general like athletic and sporty. Um, but it didn't mean that I didn't enjoy dancing or cheerleading or playing or riding my bike. Um, but I, I was not necessarily good at it. And when I did try sports, 
I was not good on the first try. And so I was told I was not good and would not be good at them. These were not things that I was good at. These were not things I could do. And so it kept me from trying anything new or anything even related to them. But I love moving my body and working out. And eventually, I learned that I could just keep trying, set a goal, and make some small steps to improve in my way. And now I teach yoga and mind-body fitness classes, which are all about body awareness and how to, to really use your body and be aware of like the shapes that you're making with it. I've run two half marathons, and I am known as the active mom around my daughter's school. But it could have been different if I kept expecting to be good at these things right away, like I did when I was younger. So being an SLP is a lot like that. You might not be good, very, very good at it at first, or at least not at everything. Or you might just have some questions or need to try a few ways of doing therapy. Like maybe you try books for literacy, you try crafts, games, tabletops, more active activities before you find the way that really works for you in the way that you work, right? The way that you're um, going to be able to meet your students and also be able to show up as yourself within your therapy sessions. So give yourself time to try a few things and come back to that what did I learn question because this keeps you in a growth mindset and a place of learning. Not because you don't know enough, but because you want to learn more and to keep exploring. So as the school year begins again, or you're just looking to have a new start at your work, consider coming at it with a mindset shift. This can help to let go of some of the pressure that creates stress and give you more space, connection, and enjoyment from the work you do. You are an amazing SLP, even when you feel that you are struggling and unsure or too new to know anything. Give yourself grace, look at what you can learn, see what is working, and know that you can reach out, ask questions, and that no matter what anyone says, you do not have to be perfect. Creating these mindset shifts can help to keep you in this field for the long run, not just kind of trudging through it, but staying connected, feeling that you are doing good work and keeping that passion alive. So what mindset shift are you looking to make this year? Share in the comments below, or you can send a message to jessie at jessieandrix.com or DM me on Instagram at jessieandrix. So thank you so much for tuning in today. For more resources to help with stress and build resilience, make sure to check out the link below to sign up for the free, 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 free resource library, the SLP Toolbox. You'll get meditation audios, yoga class videos, and be the first to know when these podcast episodes or courses or anything like that launches. And you'll also get details on how to sign up if you would like for the Resilient SLP membership. So click that link below, enter your email and subscribe, and you can always email me directly from there as well. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Love and light to you. Hey, it's Jessie. Have you checked out the Resilient SLP? It's a monthly membership series that helps busy, overwhelmed, and stressed out SLPs with their, well, daily and chronic stress. 
by teaching them how to reduce the struggle and strain of stress and build resilience to it so they can feel more fulfilled and at ease with daily life in and out of being an SLP. If that sounds like you, head over to jessieandrix.com and click on membership to check out the Resilient SLP and sign up for it when doors open or get on the wait list now to know exactly when the doors open, when you can sign up to start managing your stress and building that resilience.